This is Kenneth Park coming to you from Visibility Radio right here in Perth, Western Australia. And this is Just Why It Matters. Now, my guest today is Paul Jones. And Paul is the chairperson for the Abilities Expo right here in Perth. 2017, as we call it, the premier event. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kenneth. Thanks for having me. Paul, this is not your day job, is it? It's something that you're doing over and above your real work. That's correct. Uh, my day job is principal of Cyril Jackson Education Support Centre. And what sort of got you involved with the disability sector? Because when I read your bio, now you hail from the University of Liverpool and you studied psychology but instead of going into the field of psychology you decided to apply decided to apply yourself in education so tell us a little bit about uh, what led you down this path yeah that's correct uh, Kenneth I started my training in the University of Liverpool teaching primary school geography and IT was my uh, early beginnings and working in an inner city school in Liverpool uh, there was a natural pull I guess a natural sort of magnet towards the students who needed a little bit more of learning support or learning adjustments. That led me to being the teacher of the resource centre, they call them in the UK, where students need a little extra help with English maths. And being an avid soccer fan from Liverpool, I was also the soccer teacher of these students. And I became the teacher in there and stayed. And that was the the initial pull towards disability. From that point, I managed to to work with students with social and emotional difficulties. So using my knowledge and experience of psychology, I was enabled to to, to seek employment with, with, with children who require therapy or social and emotional support. So that was the, the start. I had a good friend who, who lived in Jersey and during the summer holidays and Easter holidays, instead of going home, I went to Jersey to work in a special needs school, working with students with physical disabilities, intellectual disabilities in the holiday scheme. So instead of going home to rest and recuperate, I carried on working with students with disability in Jersey. So it's sort of something that uh, was worked into your DNA from the very early uh, uh, yeah, I talk, couldn't agree more, Kenneth. Yes, it was. It certainly was, uh, you know, molded into my fabric, I guess. Yeah. It's, the, the pull was always towards students with disability, students that needed that extra help or that extra assistance or learning adjustments. And from then on, I was able to 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 support students on a, a level in Liverpool, London. I came to Australia traveling for a year and ended up working as a relief teacher in Sydney with 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 students with with emotional and behavioral difficulties in in a school for specific purposes i think they call them over over east so yes even on holidays i'm working with kids with disabilities so okay now let's go on to the abilities expo 2017 what um well what's the genesis of it where did it all begin uh, back back uh, well over 15 years ago, a number of, of stakeholders, so cross-sectorial stakeholders, that was schools, employment agencies, 
disability sector agencies, I think, got together to to create an event that was that was predominantly for students, and and it was all to do with career opportunities and future employment for students with disability, because there was there was no such event occurring. So so teachers and and disability sector organisations got together and thought, let's put on an event that brought together the whole sector for for these young people and their parents and and carers to to provide them with with options and of and knowing what are the options out there for these young people and so it's as you said it started off with filling the gaps as far as employment opportunities are concerned but with education that is uh, i would say it goes hand in hand education and employment where did the where did the expo begin to find its if you will its mission in in wa uh, look i think the 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 abilities expo has 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 morphed with the times it it's in my opinion got much bigger and better it now covers trades advocacy therapy community support as well as the further education and employment so this cross sectorial event i guess brings together the community stakeholders schools teachers parents and students i guess the expo is about students and it's for students predominantly mm. regardless uh, of the locality the sector the school or the student i guess the the expo is a celebration of possibilities and pathways for students to access i guess it's a it's a practical and positive forum where where young people and their families and carers can come and see what's available to them now you've touched on this whole thing of opportunity and the name of the expo is perfectly placed because it's called abilities expo and it doesn't just focus on the fact that people are with disabilities it looks at all the different sets of skills and things that sometimes aren't quite on the radar where did the word abilities come from were you cognizant of the fact that people someone like me who's blind and sometimes i feel everybody looks at me and says whoa well this guy is disabled but have you ever ever had a thought about what well, my yes, abilities are? Uh, yes the the abilities is is a is a perfect term it's not about disability it's about abis- abilities the positive being in the positive creating opportunities creating pathways giving giving everyone options options everyone everyone can succeed right. everyone can achieve everyone has the ability so if achieve. I were to ask you, Paul, um, what are the if there were three, or perhaps maybe not necessarily three, but if there were some primary outcomes that the expo is shooting to accomplish, what would you say these outcomes were? I think I think the the, the primary sort of aim of the Abilities Expo is is to to give families and carers or people with disability knowledge about the services they can access mm-hmm. and the organizations that provide these services so i guess it's that linkage between young a young person with a disability wanting to know more about they may not know what they want to know more about yet right. they may go to the expo 
and find there's oh there's advocacy there's therapy there's there's community support that I didn't know was available and now it's available and who are the right people to put me in contact with those supports and services now because you've talked about the fact that raising the level of knowledge amongst people who need the service is one of those primary objectives who did you th- who do you think should attend i'm i'm hoping that we not only have students and teachers and education assistants from schools because that's that's important for 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 the education sector to to have an understanding of what services, what support are available. I want the, the, the young people with disability to come along. It's it's at the Crown, it's central, it's very accessible to everybody. And also we'd like the the carers or, or advocates of these young people to come and attend because they can have the knowledge and as we all know, knowledge is power which they can provide and, and filter down to whoever needs it. Now, before we started the show, we were talking about the application of Abilities Expo, and it began with employment, it began with education, but you said it's got a broader application. Now, would I be correct to say that that expanded scope would include social life for someone with a disability, being able to feel socially confident because he or she now has knowledge of what's available, what can help the AIDS and assistance programs that could put me in a position where I feel a little bit more comfortable in social spheres. Yes, 100%. Uh, we, we not only have you know, employment and further education and therapy, there's, there's community support. So there's, there's what, what was called the old alternative to employment, the, the leisure, the recreation, the, the range of organizations that can help with volunteering, that can help, help with social skills, that can help with 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 sporting interests there's, there's a variety there's over 110 organizations attending this abilities expo so i'm sure there's something for everyone <laughs> it sounds like it now yes you you've just touched on something that i was just going to ask you about uh, the number of exhibiting companies so you're talking about 110 110 exhibiting, exhibitors exhibiting or companies or organizations. Now, give us a sense of what's going to happen over the day. And this is happening on the 19th of September at the Crown Resort. Yeah, tell us, tell yeah, us what's going to happen. It's Tuesday, the, the 19th of September at the Crown Perth in the Grand Ballroom. So it starts at uh, 9.15 till 1.30, where we have an official opening by Mr. Reese Whitby, the... Uh, Parliamentary Secretary of um, Honourable Stephen Dawson, Minister of Disability. Mm-hmm. And during the morning session, there'll be career stories. So past students, past people with disability will be sharing their their story on how they've possibly seeked employment, obtained employment and held down employment. There's interactive demonstrations with the trades booth so there'll be property care bike ability Mm. which is a bike restoration program there'll be interactive demonstrations and also the first time this year we've got our partnership agreements and organizations will be on hand 
to uh, deliver information sessions on the big stage. That's fantastic. So we've got real people who've navigated through the difficult moments in their lives and have found gainful employment and found social confidence. Yes. That's great. And then we this year, for the second year running, we've, we've organized an evening session from 4.30 p.m. till 7.30. And this evening session enables young people and their families or carers who couldn't quite make it in the day for whatever reason can come attend in the evening. So it's open in the evening. Same, same interactive demonstrations. The 110 exhibitors are staying both sessions, so you won't miss out if you don't come to one. They're there all day. And the partnerships, the organizations will be delivering information sessions in the evening also. That's fantastic. Now, having a think about the whole fabric of Abilities Expo 2017 and looking forward, do you think there's some elements in the whole fabric which are still missing and should be there if we're going to make a full representation of what the Abilities Expo can deliver and how it's going to move the whole, if you will, the cause one level up? I, 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 we, we have covered a number of organizations. I think anybody who's in Perth as a disability sector organization are, are, are covered. I can honestly, there's over 110 exhibitors. Mm. There's always room for more. Oh, yeah. We have been turning people away in a sense because of the lack of space. Right. So who knows, a, a bigger venue perhaps will incorporate more exhibitors, but I, th I, I think we've, we've covered pretty much everyone in terms of, of who's, who's attending and, and who needs to be there. Who needs to be there. Right, okay. Now, is this an annual event or are we talking about something less frequent? No, it's an annual event. Every, every September, we've held this really successful event and we'll continue to be holding it as long as possible, Kenneth. That's fantastic. Um, can you just give us a bit of an idea of who the supporting supporting organizations are behind Abilities Expo? You'd like to a list? So in terms of the organizing, mm -hmm. organizing committee, mm -hmm. so we have the Department of Education represented by a number of schools. We have Active Foundation, who is a is a committee member. We have representatives from Catholic Education. We have representatives from the National Disability Coordination Program. We have representation from Department of Communities Disability Services, as well as independent. Uh, and yeah, the independent schools of WA are also on the committee. Right. So you've got um, the key elements involved in putting together and becoming supportive of the entire event. That's great. Yeah, yes. We, we also have representation that will be at the as exhibitors from TransPerth and Department of Human Services, Centrelink. They'll also be on hand during the day to give information to to, to attendees. Right. Okay. Now, for our listeners out there, if they wanted to find out a little bit more about Abilities Expo 2017, where should they go? Yes, the, we we have a, a a Facebook page, the Abilities Expo Facebook page, that they can surely have a look at and 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 search. What about a website? Have you got a website ready? 
Do no, you? we don't have a website. We the, we do have the Facebook. The Facebook page. Yes. Okay. Which seems to resonate quite nicely with the younger group and you're talking yes, about so, students. Yes. Fantastic. Um, so as we arrive at the end of this conversation, um, if there was one thing you'd like to say to the people out there listening, what would you say to them about the Expo? I think the, the, the Abilities Expo is for people with disability, their families and carers who want to know more about the services they can access and the organisations that provide these services. And I hope to see you there on Tuesday, the 19th of September. Please come and say hi. Well, we've been talking to Paul Jones, and he's the chairperson for the organising committee putting together Abilities Expo 2017. It happens on Tuesday, the 19th of September at the Crown Resort, so don't miss it. And Paul, thank you for coming in and speaking with us. Thanks for your time, Kenneth. So here we have it. You've heard it. And please, be there. We'll see you there. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon.